Hi there, entrepreneur. Welcome to the Ignite Your Wellness Business Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Elsa McLean, physical therapist, massage therapist, yoga teacher, and coach, and the owner of Ignite Your Wellness Business. On this podcast, we talk about all things body, brain, and bank account to achieve your version of success while caring for your own health and enjoying life in the process. It's all about reducing stress, living a fulfilled life, making more money, helping more people, all while having fun in the process. All right, let's get to it. Hey there, friend. Welcome back. Today, we're going to be talking about a topic that you might not want to talk about because it makes you feel kind of icky or maybe you dread it, yet it's vital for the health of your business. Because at some point, you need paying clients. It's just the reality. As your business grows, expenses will grow. And if you want to be profitable, so your family has more freedom of choices, you take home more for your family, you have to be able to sell. And that's the topic we're going to talk about. But the selling that I'm talking about, or that we will go through in today's podcast, It's not manipulation, it's not convincing, it's not forcing someone to work with you or having to twist their arm or get them on a high-pressured sales call. It's not about baiting and switching, offering them one thing and then delivering and doing, again, another high-pressure sales call. It's none of that. What I really love about the 200K mastermind that I'm part of that Stacey Bayman leads is that she always says selling is coaching and coaching is selling. And I find that to be true as well. For me, selling is part of putting value into the world. And from that value, helping people, people are getting value through ideas insights, awakenings, lessons learned, actions to take. And from that, some of the people that take me up on free value through content and social media or from this podcast or even paying value I put out in the world, such as paying workshops or other events that I do, there is a percentage out of all the people that take part in my free and paying value Some people will reach out and take the next step to work with me more. So today we're going to talk about how to sell without selling. So when you show up to give free content in the world on social media through posts or Facebook lives or on LinkedIn, or you make videos on YouTube or blog posts, there's so many ways that I know you show up. Some of you do workshops and retreats or keynote presentations and speaking events. The ability to sell without selling maximizes and leverages your time. So more people will follow you, come into your world, become a loyal subscriber. You'll help more people. And from that larger audience that you cultivate, that tribe, your vibe attracts your tribe, right? That tribe that you create, you'll have a higher number of people that will also want to take the next step to work with you more, to become a paying client. Okay, let's take an example. 
since many of you teach classes, wellness classes, whether that be fitness classes, boot camps, yoga classes, yoga therapy classes, there's all kinds of classes. So you can show up and teach your class and go home. And yes, you would get paid. You get a paycheck. But the way to maximize your time is to show up, give more value in a way that really opens your students' minds, causes them to think or reanalyze or get a different perception on maybe their body, their health, their mindset. So for example, I used to teach a lot of yoga classes out in the public. I used to teach a lot of workshops out in the public. And some of the yoga classes I taught at were in a corporate setting or a corporate yoga studio. So it wasn't appropriate to quote unquote sell, go in and promote myself at the end of each class, promote my online workshops, my online programs, or my one-to-one sessions in the class. In fact, doing this would lower my number of students that attended my classes, which would be the downfall of both my own teaching career, but also it doesn't serve the studio because the students that showed up to my yoga classes, they didn't show up because they wanted to be sold to. They showed up because they wanted to learn more about their bodies. They wanted to release stress, get their sweat on, get stronger, more flexible. So it's not the place to directly promote myself or my business. Yet, my yoga classes were a great lead source for a lot of my clients and patients that I serve in my physical therapy, brick and mortar, physical therapy, yoga business. So how did this happen? I planted seeds. So for me, in this situation, quote unquote, selling was me showing up, teaching a class, doing all the things that you would normally do to plan a class. I would create the theme. I would create the sequence. I would create the emotional and energetic messages I wanted to share with the class. I would go through the sequence of postures that correlate to the energetic message, the theme of the class. I would take them on a journey. I would plan all that. But then I would take it a step further. And this is not necessarily the most comfortable work because when you get to a certain phase in your yoga teaching career, you'll get comfortable. You can create sequences on the fly. You can create themes on the fly. You can put it together quickly and you can show up and teach a very thorough and well-sequenced class that your students love in the moment. However, if you are desiring to create more revenue in your bank account, you're desiring to help more clients, you're desiring even to book out your classes more, fill them out, sell out the room, then you have to take it to the next level. And that is planting the seeds of the value of your work, giving insights into how your students can create their own awakening, giving them awareness on how they're living their life day to day. So what does this mean? We'll give a tangible situation. So for example, I used to teach a hot sequence where there were many Uttanasanas throughout the class or forward forward. And sometimes the first Uttanasanas of class, I would cue 
normally. So I would give the foundational cues to help keep their body safe, what they should feel in the stretch, the cues on how to be active through their quadriceps, lengthen through the spine, where they should feel it, quote unquote, what they might want to avoid. I would cue benefits for the mind and body. Then as Uttanasanas progress throughout class, and I would give reminders of those foundational cues, but usually just one or two. And I would sprinkle in stories that correlated to the theme of the class, the message I wanted to share. So for example, if I wanted to share how you can become stronger by overcoming challenges in your life, I might give a story of one of my patients and overcoming sciatica and how when they were showing up to their yoga class, they thought that they were stretching their hamstrings, but really one reason why their sciatica continued to flare and stay angry, and so then they couldn't sit at their desk, they were worried if they got down on the ground to play with their children that they wouldn't get back up. The reason why the sciatic nerve stayed painful was because every time they went to yoga, instead of stretching their hamstring muscles, they were actually pulling and yanking on their nerve. So I would sprinkle that story throughout the class and the awakenings of what this patient learned by learning how to actually stretch a hamstring muscle instead of their nerve. And I would give cues on the distinctions, how to discern between the muscle and the nerve. And I would have students come up to me after class asking me, well, how do I learn more about this? I think that's my problem. I think that's what's going on with my body. I think that's why my low back is hurting or my hip is hurting and it's not getting better. What more can I do? So, and in that moment, since it wasn't appropriate to do an official evaluation to really determine where the source of their pain was coming from, what the true root was, I would tell them, listen, I would love to work with you more, really figure this out. I offer free consultations. We can sign you up one for now, or I can take your email, send you a line, and you can follow up with me when you're ready to do this work. And I got so many clients from this simple process of planting seeds, creating awareness of what they might be doing in yoga classes or in their day-to-day life. And people would approach me after class, and some people would decide to sign up for the consult. From that consult, some people would decide to take the next step to work with me more. Not all the people. And that's okay because I never have heard of a coach that has or a practitioner that has 100% close rate. The difference is, is that I was planting these seeds of value, of perception, of awakening without attachment, knowing that the people that wanted to learn more, that were ready to work with me right now, would take the next step and the others would get benefit and value to their lives. And that brought me fulfillment and joy because that is why I'm in the industry of helping others in the first place to help others, no matter if they're paying with me or not. And yes, of course, like I hinted to in the beginning, I always want to bring revenue into my business. That's how my business grows. That's how I myself grow. That's how I can help my family more and actually contribute to society more by bringing in more revenue. 
So I do want more revenue, but I don't place the expectation on myself to close all the students that approach me in every class. And I never want to be convincing or manipulate or force someone to work with me if it's not a right fit. So I figured out this value planting, this seed planting, and it worked really well. And it's something that you can replicate in your own classes as well to really maximize the time that you are showing up to get that paycheck of $35 for that class that you're teaching. Why not make it more? Can you imagine you show up, you teach a class for $35? It's like getting paid to market. That's how I used to describe it all the time is I'm getting paid to market because I would plant the seeds and from there, I would generate patience. And if I taught a class for $35 and I had a student come up to me, approach me, maybe I would give a free hour consult. And from there, if one student converted to one of my patients, that would be a few thousand dollars. It's totally worth it in my book. The trick is adding that additional layer of the value, the message that you're going to share with your students in the moment and reminding them the benefit of working more with you. And a lot of that can be done through storytelling, stories of your past clients, stories of results of clients and students' benefits they received of working with you. You can thread in these stories in so many ways for all different types of scenarios. So for example, the app Insight Timer is a wonderful place where Students are actively searching for teachers on how to help them get healthier. It's a wellness and health app where there's thousands, I forget how many people use that now, maybe even millions of people looking to take yoga classes, meditation classes. And from the teacher perspective, you're not allowed to promote and sell. It's understandable because people are coming there to learn more about their body the way the app has it set up is for people to take classes. Yet, there's ways to still sell yourself without directly promoting. And some of that is through storytelling and weaving that into your themes and messages without attachment. So it's delivering these stories, ensuring that they're valuable, ensuring that you're going to leave a lasting imprint by maybe giving them even an action step that they can do right after the class or meditation to bring the work into their lives right away. That itself sometimes is one of the most valuable tips is helping someone implement the knowledge that they learned on the mat and bringing it into their lives. How impactful. So to summarize here, selling is a shift in your mindset. Instead of thinking it as forcing someone or manipulating someone or even convincing someone to work with you, which just feels awful, think about it as delivering value and in a compelling way where the right person, the appropriate person who is actively looking for the services that you offer that is actively seeking out someone exactly like you for a help in a problem that they need, you're the solution. You're actually making it easier for them to get their problem solved because you're there and you can thread the awareness that you're the person to help through storytelling. So I will give 
five tips on how to bring more selling without actually selling so you can do it in all sorts of scenarios. I do it in keynote presentations, when I'm delivering free or paying events. Here's five ways to sell without selling. Number one, talk about the work you do with clients. Take it the next layer deeper by telling the results that your clients get or an awakening that a specific client or student had by working one-to-one with you, for example. How they were your student in a group class, but then they were courageous and sought you out and decided to invest in your one-to-one program. What was the benefit that they received? The aha. And you don't have to share with the group your clients' names or any details that would reveal who that specific person is. Just share the generalized story and the awakenings. Tell the class. Another part of the value from this is that you're showing what's possible. When I told the sciatica story, for example, of the student that had sciatica for years and was continuously flaring it up by going to yoga classes that they thought would be helpful. And once they were aware of this problem, their sciatica finally healed. So many people came to me and was like, I've had back pain or I've had sciatica for years and I never thought it could get better. I thought I had to live with this in my life. Thank you for providing hope. How amazing is that? Like for me, just opening their eyes to the possibility that they can heal, that they can get better is huge. Number two, another way to sell without selling is give example results of your program. So in this scenario, you don't even have to mention an example client or student that you've worked with. Just give results that you know are attainable in your program, whether that be an online group program or your one-to-one program in person or online. Just talk about the possibilities of results created in your program, like getting more energy or sleeping through the night, and weave that into the theme of your class and other examples and stories that you might talk about in your class. Number three, Have them leave with a takeaway. This isn't often thought of for classes. It's thought about for workshops where we break down maybe a theme or a topic and they leave with takeaways to implement their life. The same can be true with classes. You can think of a class as a mini workshop and they can still leave with an implementable or an actionable step that they can implement in their life later that day following the class. Give them an awakening or aha or something that they can do, just one thing that they can bring into their life and repeat throughout the week. So when they come back the following week for their class, they're going to have a new actionable step. And in this way, they're starting to see growth and evolution. And if they can connect the dots where, and you can help them with this through the storytelling of working with clients specifically, of the benefit of working with you more beyond the class that they can get results faster, quicker, easier. It all starts with the knowledge that realizing, oh, I'm getting so much benefit from attending her weekly group class and there's more room to go. This can actually happen faster. Number four is if they ask a specific question in class or approach you in class, or maybe depending on the theme of your class and cueing that you deliver, 
you can talk about freebies that you have. So you can say something simple like, oh, if you want to learn more about this, I actually have a free YouTube channel where I have a lot of videos on this very topic where I break it down in more detail. Or you can say something like, and if you want to learn more about this, I actually have a free guide on my website. So if you want to get access to this free guide, just approach me after class and I'll give you the information so you can sign up at your earliest convenience. If you're creating freebies, all that content that we talked about, blogs, YouTube channel, social media posts, reels, let people know it exists out there in the world by just mentioning it. The ones that are, again, actively searching to help a problem, to find a solution for the problem, will approach you after class or just look it up. That's all you have to do. It can be quick and easy and simple. Just mention the free content you have out there in the world and then move forward with your class or your presentation. And the last one is always offering for them to approach you after a class or event to get their own specific individual questions answered. And depending on how many people approach you, depending on the location and the rules, for example, if you're in a yoga studio and the yoga studio doesn't want you promoting, then you can say, just go to my website. You can give them either a website, you can mention that you have a free consult call that they can sign up to learn more about their specific problem or issue. Just allow them to be the driver. Most times studios in certain scenarios don't want promotion because people are manipulated. They abuse the selling scenario. They try to convince, they try to force. It makes it awkward for everyone. Whereas if you just educate on the value that you have, free offers that you have that people can learn more, in a way that you're not going to bait and switch them that really they're going to sign up for the consult call or you have a free guide where the free guide is actually valuable. It's not just fluff. You're actually giving valuable content in your free guide. Or like for me, if they sign up for a consult, they're definitely leave with takeaways and learnings and you leave it up to the person to sign up for that or not, you leave it up to the student to make that decision for themselves to work with you to take that next step, then it isn't convincing, it isn't manipulative, and it's in a place of serving. It's a very different energy. And in this type of scenario, everyone wins because someone with their problem is able to find a solution for their problem. They're able to get the help that they need. You are happy because you are getting more clients, more revenue into your business. And even the studio can be happy because their students are getting better served. Those students that are actually looking for the help are getting better served. And the ones that don't need your help, well, they're just going to show up to classes. I know when I taught at studios, I would get referrals of clients, of students that actively were looking for help for their back pain or their neck pain or whatever it is. And the studio, the owner of the studio desperately wanted me to help them find a solution to this problem because they were often a very loyal student to the studio. And if they didn't get the problem solved, then most likely they weren't going to continue to come to class 
They might even have to have a surgery and take time off from the studio. No studio wants a student to leave for whatever reason, but for many reasons. Studios value their students and want to have them keep coming again and again and again to the classes because they know it'll benefit their lives. And of course, it benefits the studio to keep this retention. So really, it's a win-win as long as you're doing it from a place of serving, you're educating on the value that you have, and you deliver on that value, you deliver on your promise instead of trying to bait and switch or convincing. And that, I think, is where the selling really feels icky. You dread it. And for good reason, because intuitively, you know it's not the path that you want to take. I know you're in this industry to help people, not convince people, not bait and switch and give them something unuseful. I know you want to deliver value into the world, and you want to have a good trust and rapport with everyone, no matter the situation, whether they're paying you or not. So remember, selling can be serving when approached in this way, where you're giving value and let go of the thought that you have to convince or manipulate. If you're just sharing all the education and the value, helping them implement it into their lives or have takeaways and insights, Those that are actively seeking the solution that you provide will reach out to you to want to learn more. I promise. That's how I built my six-figure brick-and-mortar business, doing this in a number of ways. And at first, remember, it can be uncomfortable. It's easy, especially when I mentioned that you get to that phase of your teaching career where you can deliver a class that people love without having to put much thought into it. Take that next step. Do the uncomfortable thing of sharing a story, helping your students leave with the actionable step that they can implement in their lives. Take the additional step of weaving in examples, results of your program into the theme of your class or workshop. It'll pay off tremendously in the amount of time and energy that you are already putting into your business into your teaching career by helping you to get additional revenue. It pays off in so many ways. So take that next step of being uncomfortable to plant the seeds of value. All right, there you have it, how to sell without actually selling. If you wanna learn more, just reach out to me. I'll see you next week, bye for now. Before you go, I want to thank you for being a loyal listener to this podcast. It means the world to me. You and your business mean the world to me as well. Because the more successful your business is, the more people you will be helping. And together, through helping more people, we will change the world. To achieve this success, you can implement the work from this very podcast right now to create more ease and flow in your day, prevent burnout, and experience more fulfillment all while earning more revenue. The key is to know exactly what to prioritize in your business to bring in more money and allow you to have more free time to rest and enjoy with family. You can wake up tomorrow morning with a clear plan and confidence to see it through. No more wasted hours fumbling around and wondering if what you're doing is actually going to work. No more working crazy long days and schedules 
to compensate for the doubt and fear that it's possible for you to be a success. It is possible for you to succeed. It's time to release that for good. Just because your previous mentors worked around the clock doesn't mean you have to. Find out how to create your ideal schedule and bring in more revenue by connecting with me one-to-one. Head to igniteyourwellness.com for a free chat with me. That's igniteyourwellness.com. Following this call, you'll leave with a sustainable and profitable plan that'll allow you to enjoy working in your business for years to come and allow you to help more and more people. Bye for now.